welcome to the Creative Marketing Show with your host, Rosh Sillers. Welcome. Welcome to the Creative Marketing Show. I'm your host, Rosh Sillers. And this show, we're talking about your very first sale. Or if you've already had your first sale, how about your next sale? We're talking about growing a company through a series of podcasts and even videos, companion videos, if you're interested. There's there's separate videos. There are live videos that I do over at my channel, Rosh, uh, Rosh Sillers on YouTube, or you can just use uh, Rosh.video that'll take you to the same spot. You can always catch me live, hit the bell icon when you go over there and subscribe so you're notified when I do go live. And that is various times during the week. I'm starting to increase the number of times during the week I'm going live for the main reasons I really enjoy it. I enjoy just talking and sharing as more people come in, ask questions. It's even more engaging and there's more just interactivity. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm answering the questions that you have. And that's just so important to me to be able to answer the questions. Cause I'm here for you. I'm here to support you in the growth of your photography business, your creative business, wherever you may be. And I want to support you the best way I know how. And some of us enjoy video. Some of us just like listening to podcasts while we're working out or in the car. And if that is you, I appreciate you being here. And so I want to get into now the topic of the week, which is part of our business scale. Where are you on this business scale? The first step, obviously, as we've mentioned before, if you've listened to the other shows, we we start off with channel building, finding, identifying that channel to help start our start building the community. And once we do that, then we start our business. And once we start, we then start to improve processes. And one of the processes that we're developing and improving our working on is the first process, the first process to earning our first sales, first client. And that's number four. We've achieved that. Number four, we have we have achieved the goal of our first client and how wonderful that is. And how can we do that? What is this all about? What is the sales process about and how can we get there? And that's what I want to dive into today. The sales process, it is a, it's an important process and a lot of photographers just don't want to deal with it. You're not a salesperson. You're a photographer. That's why you got into this business. You don't want to be a salesperson, but you are. You are every step of the way. And no, it doesn't matter what business you're in, you're trying to sell something. It may be an idea. For a photographer, maybe a concept. It may be a type of lighting, a, a look, a style, a creative style. You may be trying to sell your services. You know, it's not always for money that we're trying to sell. And it's important that we recognize that, that it is a skill that we have to develop all the time. But one of the best skills that we can learn in the process is listening and listening for the problems, listening for opportunities, listening to what the client really wants. If you want to earn your first sale today, this is what you do. 
you first connect with the people that know, like, and trust you. The people that would be most willing to refer you or give you a chance. And so you have to, as a photographer, put a portfolio or presentation together. And then you get to it. And it may be family and friends first. You can get a photography opportunity today by following up with family and friends. But first, you have to understand what type of photography you're trying to earn. Don't try to get any type of photography. Be very specific. What is the type of photography that you do and that you're going to let everybody know that you do? If you are all over the place, it's going to be much harder. I know it's counterintuitive, but you do need to focus on one type of photography. And let's say it's newborns and you want to get your first photography job for newborns. What you need to do is start connecting with family and friends and ask people, do you know anybody who's recently had a baby? I would like the opportunity to offer my services. However, if you just go around telling everybody, do you know somebody who needs a photographer? I really want to start photographing and my goal is to get a job today. You don't even have to say that. If you just tell you know, everybody that you're a photographer, or if you just go around saying, hey, do you know anybody who needs a photographer? Chances are the answer is no. So that's why I start off with something that's closer to what we have referred to in the past. We've talked about the problem. And if you know somebody, we don't have to say, does anybody have a baby picture problem? <laughs> you know, it's probably not. But if we can start to identify a large number of people or a number of people who may have newborns, maybe the first three months or even six months, and just start getting specific and start asking for referrals and if you find somebody who has a newborn, say, well, we're really not interested or we have a photographer. Do you know anybody else who's just had a baby? And quite often, parents, new parents, you know, they're among the same age group. And so the chances of them knowing are pretty good. Or other people within a specific community are more likely to be able to refer you to similar folks who have similar situations and maybe jobs, careers, industries, and so forth. This will allow you to target, and if you're able to narrow that down, you'd be surprised that your efforts will go a lot further when you are just focused on that one type of photography. Not only that, if you go through that process, and then you can, of course, go online, which I'll talk about in a moment, but when you start asking and hearing objections or understanding what are the words that you use that seem to get people's attention or more willing to refer you, whatever it may be, or gets people to think. When you're focused in on one topic like that, you're going to really refine that message, refine that request, refine that call to action. If you're all over the place or undefined, it's hard to make it work as well. So it doesn't mean in the future that you can't do other types of photography. It just means in your marketing specifically and specifically for this, this exercise, getting your first opportunity in one day. 
I think I'm going to do a video on this. It's kind of been wandering around my head for the last couple of weeks that I might do a video on this topic because I think it's a, a very important and powerful topic in terms of how you can get a job right now as a photographer. And guess what? It takes work. And just putting up your shingle on the door saying, hey, I'm a photographer now. Here I am. Come on, world. It generally in the beginning takes a lot more work. Now, when you start doing a really good job and start offering a service that people are talking about and are willing to refer you for, hey, referrals may just start coming in. But in the beginning, but in the beginning, it certainly takes more effort. And the more you put in in the beginning, the more you understand what it takes and where to find the right people. Maybe you'll find a great place and you maybe you'll find somebody as a connection to people, maybe an organization, a group that there are tons of newborns and you could be the official photographer for that. But you never would have found that without asking and asking a lot of questions. And remember, don't just try to sell the people directly. Go after referrals. Look for people who want to support you with referrals and, and give them the tools and ammunition to help support you. That is more likely to happen than somebody straight up where you're looking them eye to eye. Hey, do you want to buy my services? It just doesn't work as easily. It can happen. And sometimes it's the right opportunity, right place, right time. It's amazing. I have, believe it or not, there, there have been times in my career where I, I, I just need, I need another assignment. I need more work. I, I remember opening up the Yellow Pages. I know I've shared this story before. I just opened up the Yellow Pages and pointed, and it was a PR firm, and I just called. I said, I'm just going to do this one this morning and see what happens. And said, hey, do you need a photographer? And the person on the other end of the line says, yes, are you available next Thursday? And it was for an opening for a major hospital in the area, they needed somebody to do the ribbon cutting. She wanted me to assure her that I could capture that ribbon just falling at right after it was cut. And I said, no problem. I can get it. And I did it. And we got it. This was in the film days, by the way. Got it. And it worked great. And I, th I believe she used me for a couple of more assignments after that. But you, you never know unless you go out there. And that's what you have to do. And so make it a challenge to go after that first client by just... Start off with the people that know you, people that like you. And then from there, that could be phone calls or texts or emails. And then from there, go on to social media, start building and working through networks there, looking for groups there. I mean, this is a full day, nine to five plus project. It's not where you just, you know, throw a few cards around or go to a networking group and go home and say, hey, I've done my effort. Look, if you don't have your first sale, you're working every day. And that really is the key. Going to work every day. If you're not photographing, you are improving your photography by building on your portfolio or you're networking and finding new opportunities. That's what you're doing. And you have to keep doing that until you get your first sale. Because we talked about processes last time. We need to know what we need to know to improve the sales process for us as a photographer. 
And if we know we need to talk to 20 people, we know we need to talk to 20 people to get a sale or a good referral source or a new partner company for our company. And it takes more effort than it did before. But there are still a lot of people who hire photographers. The issue is there are more photographers. So that means you need to knock on more doors and work harder than they do until you get the traction. And it will, it can and very well will happen where the traction just gets going at such a good pace that you don't have to do as much marketing. Or maybe most of your marketing is what we refer to as the retention marketing, keeping the customers you have. That's sometimes the best marketing you can do because it's a lot less expensive to keep people who are already in your community happy than it is to find new people who don't know you who will hand money to you. We have awareness, traffic, conversions, and retention. And that retention portion is key to keeping your photography going. And if you keep customers happy, you're going to do a great job at building your business. The number one thing that people don't do when it comes to sales, and we've talked about sales a lot on this podcast and a few podcasts ago, I know we certainly have talked about it, and that is the whole idea of having a good call to action. And not only that, asking people for the sale, saying, are you ready? When can I book you? And that's one of the best ways to do it. Are you available next Tuesday or a Thursday? And, And then when you get people who seem to not want to say no, give them the opportunity to say no. Maybe you say, how about next Tuesday or the following Thursday? And they say, well, how about that Thursday? Okay. And then a few days before they call you or email you to postpone. And then they do it again or they don't show up and you follow up and they say, oh yeah, how about next Thursday? I'm sorry, something happened. You know what? Give these folks an out because you don't need to be spending all of that time chasing people. And I know you will hear or even have in the back of your mind, well, there's that one time that I put in that extra effort chasing down that person and I got the job. Yes, yes, it does happen. But it's all the other wasted time chasing other people that didn't value your time or just can't say no. So learn how to help people to say no. And it really is going to tighten up your sales cycle and give you the ability to find more people to serve because you're not spending all of your time thinking about and worrying about those other people who ultimately are not going to be sitting in front of your camera. There is so much you can learn from your first sale. And that truly is coming down to the point of understanding which call to action or ask for the sale that people respond to the best. It really is important to understand those pain points and understand at what level do these people really have a photography problem. And in many cases, they don't realize they have a photography problem or that the solution to their problem is photography. There are many situations that are like that, that you can really dig down deep. And when you understand, when you really understand what those problems are, and I've talked about this in some videos and and recently on podcasts about the whole idea, just strip away 
photography as the solution, and then analyze what is the problem that that person has that we traditionally think of photography as a solution, but maybe there is no photography and maybe there is a diff- there are multiple solutions, but photography has become the standard. What is that problem that they have? Do they want to please the boss? Do they not want to look bad? Is that the real issue and why they hire specific photographers? Do they want to capture the memories? Um, you know, maybe at a wedding, not so much we need photography. I just don't, you know, I want to remember everything. I remember my cousin's wedding and I don't remember anything from her wedding. And she says she doesn't remember anything from her wedding. And ultimately I want good memories of the people. So sometimes people in understanding different people in different situations for photography, some people just want a beautiful photograph to hang over their fireplace. They want to look beautiful on their day. That is it. That is their dream. They just want to be the prince or princess of the day. That is what they want. And other people just may want memories of all of the people and who was there. The, The sentimental portion. And understanding the different types of customers that you have and why they are hiring a photographer. You could have different packages or approaches when you start to qualify people and prospects for why they really are considering photography as their solution. In other words, digging deep to their problems. And again, sometimes if you understand those types of real problems or issues or why they would want photography in the first place, you can offer better solutions than just saying, hey, I'm a photographer. Once you're at level four, earning your first sale, and now you're using processes to improve it, start looking for people to support you. And I'm not saying that you haven't done this already in this point in the process, but for sure by this point, it's growth time. It's really time to get your photography business moving. And so it's time to identify five people that can support you. And I just did a video on this, a live video. You can check that out or, of course, wait for the next podcast when I will jump in. As, as you may know, I, I kind of messed up one of these shows just because I thought I'd already talked about it on the podcast, but had not. I had talked about it live. I've been doing both of these together and you know, sometimes I get a little mixed up on these things. It's, but I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing better now because I'm actually looking at the previous podcast, just so I know exactly where I am, where I am in the process of uh, sharing these ideas. And I'll go through all ten of these. I each each week, um, I am going through each one of these areas all the way through number 10. But number six is ultimately where we're going to want to be. Uh, seven, eight, nine. In 10, kind of, those are options, although it's kind of like, a, I'll explain more later, but it's kind of like you can have a 610 company, 710 company, 810 company, 910 company, and or ultimately the 1010 company, which is a company which just totally gives you peace of mind, and that's that's where number 10 is. Number 10 is peace of mind. I think in many cases, that's what people want out of their business peace of mind, the ability to live life on their terms. If you're going 
into business for yourself, you want to live life on your terms as much as possible, but also have a business that is actually providing what you need to live on and to meet your goals. And that that's what a good business provides you at a certain level, and that level is a six and above. And so I, I really want to support you to get you there. But first, we need those first four areas. You need to be channel building. You need to start. And I know some of you out there are thinking about photography business, and you're just you just haven't really started. Not the business side. You may be doing photography. You love photography, but the business side that's that's still the big question. And then some of you have started, but you you have some you have some processes to improve. And some of you just have not made the first sale yet. Now I know for photographers a lot of times we've made the first sale already. That that's pretty common. The, we have made the first sale. That's how the the light bulb went off that hey, I could make money doing this on a regular basis. I maybe this is my career that somebody has actually bought from me. That's pretty common too. However, you need to remember that the people who have referred you are more important than friends and family who have bought from you. Yes, that could be your first sale, but if people are not willing to risk their reputation to refer you, you may still have work to do and a few things to consider before you try to open your photography business. But once you've decided, then it's time to start. You know, get the channel out there and maybe the channel will dissuade you. Maybe starting off with channel building and seeing that you're not getting the response that you thought you would get from your photography by sharing your photography or finding referrals or whatever it may be, maybe you're not quite ready and you can stay in the channel building phase for a while. Maybe it's the channel building, the sharing, being able to put your work out there for criticism and critique. Hey, that takes a lot of guts. It really does. Even among friends, it takes it takes a little something to do that. So, you know, start small, share with your family and friends, see what they say, and ask for real positive criticism and, and say, what what is it? You know, and, and ask them, what types of photography do you like and how does this compare? And I know your, your good friends and family are not going to really give it to you straight. But sometimes you can read between the lines. That doesn't mean quit. That just means you need to keep working until you are at a level that you feel there is an opportunity. But when do you know? You know, if as I said before, the, the opportunity is obvious when people are referring you to other people. Then it's time to start, and the time is always now. Once you have those signals, once that flag is raised, yes, this is somebody that people are willing to pay and refer, the time is now. And, and if it's something that you want to do, you know, don't wait till later. You have the ball rolling. You have sales and opportunity. Get, get going. Get going. Get started, even if it's part-time in the beginning. But remember... If you go part-time, think like you're going to go full-time and make sure your pricing structure is of a full-time photographer. Otherwise, it's going to be real hard to go full-time down the road. 
because you may have a part-time photographer mentality, meaning maybe you have a part-time job or you're only working on weekends, you have a stable income, and so you're willing to charge a little bit less because, hey, you're just happy to get the money, extra money to pay a few more bills, whatever it may be, or to go on vacation. But that money very well may not sustain you if you are undervaluing your work and you're planning to go full-time in the future. Getting your first sale is a big accomplishment. If you've just gotten your first sale, hey, if you took on that exercise and did it, I want to hear about it. And if you are still struggling to get your first sale or consistent sales, you know, let me know. What, what are the biggest issues that you hear about you know, the biggest complaints or what they refer to in sales as objections? What are those objections to hiring you? And tell me about it. Tell me what what is what is working, what is not. And hey, if you haven't already, head on over to iTunes. Please let people know that this is a valuable podcast. Give it some stars. And of course, leave a review. I really appreciate those reviews. We haven't had one in quite a while. I know I've been pushing it. I've been pushing. Somebody's going to hear the call. Head on over to iTunes and give this podcast an updated review. People are looking for it. Thank you. You have a great week, and I'll talk to you next time.